Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. How are you doing in this September? I hope you are... Um, getting some cooler weather and enjoying that. And I don't know about you, but I'm a huge football fan, so go Seminoles. Love FSU football. And uh, hopefully we have a good season. (laughs) So today, all right, so this month we've been talking about professional development. And uh, two episodes ago we talked about your company's, you know, possibilities within your company for professional development. And last week I talked about continuing education and getting a graduate degree. And today I want to talk about what to do if you're not growing at work. And I want to really drill down to the kind of causes for this and what to do about it. So there's two kind of things I want to cover. One is you're not being given new tasks or assignments to stimulate you. And that's typically a management issue. So typically directly relates to your boss. And then the other one is you're not feeling motivated to do the work anymore, which is an internal issue and is completely within your control. I'm going to talk about both of those. So let's talk about if you're not being given new task assignments, you're not growing, you're not being challenged, you're not stretching. So it's time to speak with your boss, right? And I want you to listen for sure to episode 47 where I talk about that kind of internal professional development um, and how to take advantage of those because you really want to go into this meeting with your boss with some ideas for her, have some suggestions, some strategies that you believe will solve the problem. I'm a huge fan having worked in management for many years and having led many people is I always wanted my employees, if they were going to come with to me with a problem, I wanted them to come to me with some solutions and it may not be the solution that I choose. Um, And I may, you know, do something completely different, but the fact that they thought it through and didn't just want to come dump their problems in my lap was meaningful to me. So now some of you, the boss is going to be the reason that you're not being given new tasks, right? There's an issue with the boss. And so I wanted to kind of break down, I really thought through what might be happening with your boss. We're going to assume she's a female for the purposes of this podcast. And uh, so I'll be using the female pronoun. And I want to kind of talk about what's going on with these things. And these are things that either my clients have told me, I've experienced them personally, or I've heard about these stories. So these are real world things. So number one, the first one is your boss is afraid you'll take her position and really wants to hold you down. So what's going on there is you want to look for evidence that your boss is an insecure person. So, So what that typically means, if they want to hold you down and keep you from growing, Afraid you're going to take their her job is they're insecure, right? So what does that look like? Defensiveness, blaming other people while refusing to take any responsibility herself for her own mistakes or anything really, and a general kind of nervous energy around her, right? So there's a little bit of a cat kind of on a hot tin roof thing with this kind of a boss. These these bosses who are insecure and nervous about their their worth in the company and they think that they're very easily replaceable there's that really nervous energy around them so the solution for them for that kind of a boss is that typically you're going to have to move elsewhere in the company or leave the company altogether and the reason that i say leave the company altogether is what your boss is experiencing may be 
something coming from her boss or above that that is being experienced widely in the company. Oftentimes I see that when companies are going through a series of layoffs or there's some other, you know, like there's a merger or an acquisition that's coming or a divestiture or just something that's happening out, you know, in the workplace or even in the market that is causing that general sense of insecurity um, among the leaders in the company, you may not solve the problem by going to another department. So you're going to really have to kind of vet that out. You may have to leave the company altogether. But I, I'm, I'm afraid that when your boss has that kind of um, insecurity, there's not much you can do in a conversation with her is probably not going to resolve it. So the second situation is your boss isn't aware that you want more of a challenge or all the skills and talents that you possess. So she's just not tuned in, right? So this typically, what this looks like is your boss will be this way with everyone. She's just not tuned in to people, professionally or personally. I can remember having a boss who, it was fascinating to me. One day she wanted to tell me a story that related to her, didn't have anything to do with me, but she was trying to connect and make her story relevant. And she said, you have kids, don't you? Well, I have two, I had two kids. And the fact that my boss didn't even know I had children uh, was really interesting to me. Um, so... Typically, again, this kind of a boss, you're going to see it across the board. She's not going to be interested in anybody's lives. She doesn't make an effort for things like, you know, let's celebrate birthdays. Let's go on to happy hour on Friday after work. Let's, um, let's do some team building activities. Typically, this kind of boss isn't going to want to do any of those kinds of things. The words that might describe her would be distant, detached, and uncaring. So your solution in this situation is to start by setting up a meeting with your boss to go over your goals and concerns. So we're assuming this woman is not, that her heart's in the right place. She's just not that kind of a boss. She's not tuned in like we'd like her to be. So we're hoping that by you sitting down with her, talking about your goals and your concerns, no blame. You're not blaming her for anything. You're just simply laying out what you would like to do, what you would like to take on. And you're letting her know real directly, respectfully, that you want more challenge. And then you want to, as I said a moment ago, you want to bring ideas in. So don't just tell her, this is the problem. I don't have enough challenge in my job. Here's what I'd like to do. Here's what I see as possibilities. And kind of play with those ideas with her, collaborate with her to come up with a solution. Now, you may get stonewalled in that situation. And, and then you feel like you, you may want to look elsewhere. But hopefully, with this type of a boss that conversation will bring you into focus for her and she will take care of you. So the third one is your boss has so much on her plate that developing her employees has gone to the back burner. So uh, beyond the, the previous one was more of a personality issue. This is just somebody who isn't personable and personal with her employees. But this second one, this is what I'm talking about now, is the boss that has got way too much on her plate, right? So how do you know this is that boss? This is somebody who is who looks overworked, who looks overwhelmed, who sounds overwhelmed and overcommitted. She's probably not a good time manager. I've often seen that connection, that people who are constantly, um, pervasively kind of stretched thin don't have good time management skills. And she also may have a problem saying no to her boss. So that may be part of it is that she's just not standing up for herself to give a more realistic assessment to her boss about what she can and can't do. This is the kind of person that will often 
cancel staff meetings or there's something you're supposed to do and at the last minute I can't I'm just too I can't do it I can't do it and they're they're typically in motion all day there's just this sense there's a frenetic energy so where I talked about the first one having kind of a nervous energy because she was insecure this one's more of a frenetic energy crazy you can just feel the stress coming off of her so the solution for this one is I want you to be the solution for this boss. So I want you to step back and think about what is she doing that I would love to do that she probably doesn't love doing. I can make her life easier. I can make her look better. I can help her bring her stress level down while also taking on some stuff that I'm really interested in doing. And that creates a win-win, which is a fantastic situation to be in. So another one, your boss just hasn't been properly trained on how to lead and manage others and just doesn't understand that developing her employees is part of her job. Now, I often see this in more, um, I see this in roles where the boss um, is maybe, can be very young or very, maybe even still in school. You know, there's a real low entry to management in this company. Um, or smaller companies where they just don't think about or don't have the budget or just don't know how important it is to train their, their supervisors on how to manage people. So how this looks is this person typically kind of looks uncomfortable in their own skin. So there's evidence that this person is just extremely uncomfortable in the role of supervisor. She might frequently kind of say and do the wrong things. Um, when supervising her employees or at the other end of the spectrum she may avoid supervising them kind of either deferring to kind of popular vote on things and never making a stand on anything or just avoiding any kind of situation that looks like it might be volatile and letting it quote-unquote work itself out it never does so really what we're talking about here with this individual is there's there's that element of fear because this is someone who feels like a pretender, right? She probably is fully aware of how much she doesn't know about supervising people. And she she's maybe young enough that she doesn't understand that the onus wasn't on her. The onus was on her boss to make sure she was equipped to be successful in this role. She's taking it on herself. And particularly if it's a woman, she's going to blame herself for not being able to do a better job. So the solution in this situation is... <laughs> there's not much you can do. This is probably a situation that's going to require looking for another job. Chances are if, you know, one department is putting someone into a, a leadership role without the proper training, that may be going elsewhere in the company. It may be an isolated situation. You can look into it, but it may be a pervasive upper management issue. So you may want to look elsewhere. I also think that what that speaks to me of is a lack of interest and a lack of focus on developing employees. And if we go back to what I said a couple of podcasts ago, that that was the number one concern for employee, employers today is developing employees. This is a company that's completely out of touch with that. This is just not, they're, they're, they may be just kind of focused on putting out fires. There's no proactivity to the company. There's no looking forward and, and you know, how do we want to position ourselves to be successful down the road? There's none of that going on. So I think you probably are going to have to look for a new employer in that situation. And finally, your boss is a narcissist, concerned only with her position and status within the company and not her employees. 
So here's what you see when you have a narcissist for a boss. Appearances are everything to her. So it's really all about flash and no substance. This may be someone who's very charismatic, very um, fun to be around, very people are drawn to her, but things don't get done. She doesn't follow through with what she says she's going to do. You have every reason to believe that this woman would throw you under the bus in a heartbeat if she needed to do so to save her own skin. You real, you certainly aren't going to get the leadership, the coaching, the mentoring, any of that that you need from your boss if she's a narcissist. Narcissists are looking out only for themselves and what makes them look good. So solution here, I say run, don't walk. Narcissists will not change. They're not going to wake up tomorrow and go, I love other people. Um, and, and she's not going to have your back when you most need it. So if you're sensing this narcissistic behavior now, you can be assured that if things get worse or you get into a critical situation, it's going her narcissism is going to double down on itself and you're going to be left hanging. So, you know, seek an internal transfer, um, you know, look outside your employer. But that's a situation where really I want you to get away as quickly as possible. All right, so that's situation number one where your boss is not giving you new assignments. You're not growing professionally. The other area is when you're, you feel like your motivation has left, right? It has gone by the wayside. So the first thing I want to say about that is that it, your lack of motivation is not coming from anything that's happening at work. And you may think it does, but I promise you it doesn't. It's a neutral circumstance. My boss is a narcissist, is a neutral it's a circumstance. If you could actually go in a court of law and prove her narcissism, she takes a narcissist test, whatever that is. You know, um, I've been passed over for three promotions. That's a circumstance could be proven in a court of law. It's the thoughts that you're having about that that are affecting your motivation, right? So the first step is for you to be aware of the thoughts you're thinking. I've done several podcasts on this. So if this is something that is of interest to you, go back and find some of my other ones about thoughts. I want to hit it briefly here. So first of all, be aware that you're having these negative thoughts. Gee, I get up in the morning and the first thought I have while I'm still laying in bed is I hate my job. I hate my boss. I hate my coworkers. I hate my company. Well, <laughs> that's the reason you're not motivated, clearly. So then once you become aware of those thoughts, then the idea is to gently direct those thoughts to something that serves you better. I'm not asking you to make 180 degree. I'm not asking you to go from I hate my boss to I love my boss. But you could certainly go from I hate my boss to I have a boss. I hate my job. I have a job. And maybe from I have a job, you can work your way to believing I have a job that pays me well. I have a job that uh, is providing my, my master, you know, payment for my master's degree. Whatever it is positive you can say about it. And you're just gently redirecting your thoughts to practice those that are more positive and serve you better, right? So that's one. So one way to overcome your motivation issues is to be aware of and gently direct, redirect your thoughts. Keep in mind that you don't want to be beating yourself up for having these thoughts. That's a, a common problem with people who become aware of their thoughts. Then they, they're beating themselves up with the thought, and then they're beating themselves up for having the thought. So whack, whack, double. Terrible. So be kind. Be kind and sympathetic to yourself. Treat yourself with kindness as you work on this. Now, number two, maybe you need to shake up the repetition a little bit. So what can you do 
with that doesn't require your boss's permission. You can do it yourself to kind of get out of the rut you're in, right? You're doing the same thing every day. You're getting the same results. You're, everything's the same. So what can you shake up about what you do, how you do it, when you do it, where you do it, any of that to, to get some motivation into your work? So I want you to really get creative. So is there a new system or a new process or a tool that you could use to help you do your job better? Is there a new you know, scheduling system or a new organizational system or some new way of organizing your computer files that would be fun for you to learn and fun for you to implement? Is there a possibility that you could do your work in a different physical location? I remember going to a company in Kansas City once I thought was so cool. It was very Gen X uh, at the time, very Gen X, um, early millennial kind of thing. And they had, say, take us into this like cafeteria that they have on, on the campus. And on every booth, it, 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 on the wall in every booth, they had a, a computer screen, a television screen that, that you could hook up to your computer. And so when groups needed to work, they would just go to the cafeteria, grab some coffee, you know, Starbucks or whatever, and sit there and work in this cafeteria. And it was right by the pool table, which was right across the street from the exercise facilities. They had all these kind of things in place for people to kind of shake it up. So when they were stuck or bored or, you know, feeling creaky from doing the same thing for hours, they could go shake it up. So just really get creative and think about what can I do without anyone else's permission to shake up how I do my job to make it more interesting? Um, I have found, just as, as someone who works from home, that, in fact, I'm fixing to do it pretty soon because I'm feeling the need. I just move my desk. I, I'm in the same room, but I move my desk around. It gives me a different perspective. I see different things. My view is different. My position is different, and it makes a difference. I promise so that's number two, shake up the repetition. Number three, helping others can be a great way to regain your motivation. So can you help someone at work? Can you mentor another employee? Is there a way that you can volunteer through your employer? Maybe they have a, fo a formal volunteering program. Or maybe you just go outside of work and the volunteering that you do on your Saturday or Sunday really brings you motivation for work. Is there a committee that you could join? Like you'd really like to plan the annual picnic, right? That would be fun to you. Then get on that committee. What can you do to help others? Because there's something about helping others that really kind of rejuvenates us. And the next one, do it anyway. So there's something about our brains that when our brain is telling us we hate something, we don't want to do it, we're bored, whatever negative thought we're having about that thing, and then we plow through and kill it anyway, we, I feel like those are the biggest wins, right? So I really didn't want to do this. I can think of so many times in my business when I've had, usually had to do with technology. There was some technical weird thing, and I committed to figuring out what it was. I had people who tried and failed or whatever. And I sat there, little old me, I sat there and figured it out. And I was just so excited. And it's not my favorite thing to do. I wasn't motivated really to do it, um, other than it was a problem that needed to be solved. But I wasn't really motivated to be the one solving it. But I was so proud of myself when I did. And then finally, celebrations. So one way to kind of overcome that motivation issue 
is to celebrate even the little things like and just be fun with this like if you love you know gummy bears then you get you know five gummy bears every time you do x at work or something i don't care whatever it is you might even be able to talk to your boss about create you could be the one that creates an internal award system where there's some just cute little award when i when i worked at columbus state university this is a long story that i'll make really short but i was having pretty serious problems with my computer and my staff assistant and one of my coordinators got together and bought a rubber chicken you've seen them i know you have and they had it all set up to win and when i walked in my office that day they were in my office and they were working on the computer and they held up the chicken and acted like they were doing like voodoo over my my computer and that chicken became a member of the office right so we started having like this award like anybody who helped anybody or there was something going on with computers or technology all of a sudden the chicken would show up on their desk and we brought the chicken to all of our staff meetings and set it in the middle of the table and um, we actually had it like you couldn't talk unless you had you held the chicken uh, her name is Monica by the way um, this was back during Bill Clinton's um, administration. I, I'll, I won't go any further on that one. Uh, so Monica became this kind of fun celebration. I also had a staff member one time who, I don't know why, it, we only did it with this one guy, um, but I had this collection of those um, Nerf balls, like those, those stress balls, because we were always having career fairs, and that was something back in the day that employers would bring with their name and logo on it. So I had a basket full of stress balls, and we would have stress ball fights in the office, and we would just, just pummel it, and it can't hurt anybody with a stress ball, but we would just pummel each other, or like we'd, we'd sabotage people. We'd be waiting for them when they came around the corner, and we'd pummel them with stress balls. So what are the kind of things that you could do in your office, again, you could just do it for yourself, like I'm going to give myself a cupcake today because I did X, or I get a walk, you know, I get to walk the dog at, you know, lunchtime because I killed this thing in the morning, whatever it is. But if you're interested in kind of creating something like that for your office, that might be a really fun way to rejuvenate you and help with your motivation level as well as the others in your office. So make it fun and you know, come up with something, be creative. So that's what I have for you today on what to do if you're not growing up work. So if it's your boss, then really get, uh, get below the surface to figure out what's going on with her. I think a lot of times you can see it more clearly if you watch how she interacts with other people and how she is when you're not in the equation, because there's no there's no emotion to that and there's no personal feelings in that. So just watch her, try to assess what's really going on. And from that assessment, you can make a decision of whether this is something that can be salvaged, whether you need to look for employment elsewhere in the company or whether you need to leave the company altogether. And my thoughts about if the issue is your own personal motivation, be very aware of your thoughts and gently redirect them to thoughts that are more positive that serve you better. Shake up that repetition. What can you do to do things differently? How can you help others do it anyway, even if you're super not motivated to do it, do it anyway? And I think that's really closely tied into the celebration. Like, woohoo, I'm going to have a celebration because I did that thing I didn't want to do today. So I hope these help. Remember, there is a webinar coming up every month. So check on my website, exclusivecareercoaching.com, to see what the next webinar is, what the topic is. There'll be 30 minutes of content and 30 minutes of Q&A. 
and live coaching. So you can actually get coached by me. It's all free because I love you. So I'm hooking you up. So please hook me up and sign up. Hey, also rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Tell, tell me wonderful things. Tell me you love it. I would greatly appreciate it. Have a great, wonderful week. I'll talk with you next week. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.